for me, again, this is not about one or the other. It's about how do we get more practice time without having to be camera ready? Like right now, I'm a hot mess. And that's usually what I look like 80% of the time. And sometimes I show up this way on social media because, you know, I don't believe that the level of your true heart and your authenticity lies in how much mascara or lashes or makeup you're wearing. You're authentic regardless, whether you wear stitch of makeup or not. Like, I don't know why as women, we use that as a measuring stick. Your authenticity comes from how you show up, what you say, how you feel and how you treat other people. And so this is just another beautiful way to build those confidence muscles because they are muscles. We just bounce back faster. We get scared, but we don't stay scared and we don't stay down. So this is a beautiful way to practice your delivery. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-million dollar business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, money, and time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Okay, let's talk about Clubhouse. I think it's about time. Clubhouse is so hot right now, and you've likely heard about it, and maybe even you've started to dabble on the platform, but hey, it's 2021. Why not have a totally new social media platform, right? (laughs) But in all honesty, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it at a level of just experimenting. I don't know what to make of it just yet. I'm not super strategic with it just yet or anything like that. But it is kind of fun to explore Clubhouse. And when I invite my guest on, you'll know why I jumped at the opportunity when I heard this one little thing about Clubhouse that makes it way easier than some other social media platforms. So I was like, uh, okay, I'll check that out. But I'm going to save that for a moment. So my guest today is somebody who's really embraced Clubhouse. She jumped on Clubhouse with a, you know, open arms and said, all right, let's, let's try this out. And she's really taken to it so quickly. I was just so impressed. I've been watching her on Clubhouse or listening to her. And I just love how she's navigated it and how excited she is about Clubhouse and how she's used it to give immense value and how it's affected other areas of her business as well, like for really good in really good ways. And so, well, first of all, let me tell you who the heck I'm talking about. My guest today is Tiffany Lee by Master, but you might know her as Coach Glitter. So Tiffany and I have been friends for years and years. Actually, she has styled me for multiple photo shoots and on stage at live and virtual events. That's something she does for friends on the side. And so I'm lucky enough that she has helped me with that multiple times, but that's not her business. Actually, she's a blogger, consultant, affiliate marketer, brand expert, and she's the creator of the Lights Camera Branding Online Digital Course. She's also my dear friend, as I mentioned, but I really didn't get to see the magic of Tiffany until I saw her in action on Clubhouse. 
that's when this light bulb went on and I thought, holy cow, she's got so much good stuff to cover. So in fact, Tiffany is an expert at live video and helping you embrace live video and using it to launch your programs. She's an expert in launching and so many areas of digital courses and funnels and marketing and ads and Facebook lives. Like she's got so much in her toolbox, but we're not actually going to talk about that all today. Although if you guys DM me and absolutely love her, I might need to bring her back. But today we're going to talk about Clubhouse because I love how she's embraced it. And she has a lot of lessons to share. She has ways to help you get on there and ease into it without feeling really nervous or confused. She's got some tips so that you can hit it out of the park right away. We've got a great conversation about Clubhouse, so I won't make you wait any longer. Let's get to it. Well, well, well. Hey there, Tiffany. Thanks so much for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I was just telling you, I'm just going to be real and raw and honest. I was so nervous to start, but literally this has been on my vision board since 2015. So there's that. Okay. I absolutely love that this was on your vision board. And you guys, it's so funny. You didn't hear in the recording, but right when I hit record, she goes, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. And, and then that always just blows my mind because number one, I'm always nervous about things like this. But number two, The reason why I have Tiffany on right now is because this girl just kills it online. And in so many ways, and we're going to talk about a few of those ways today, we're specifically talking about Clubhouse, but Tiffany, some of your expertise and knowledge and why I love you is going to come out in the conversation in other ways. So just wait for it. But but before we get there, tell everybody who you are and what you do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my name is Tiffany Lee by Master, but online I go by Coach Glitter. At this point, I should change my first name to Coach, last name Glitter. Just please don't <laughs> call my husband Mr. Glitter. He doesn't like it. But I am uh. obsessed, so obsessed with helping online entrepreneurs win by using the power of live video to grow an engaged audience before, during, and after their launches so they can lower their ad costs and increase sales. I'm obsessed with live video. The first time we met each other, I was getting ready to go on stage for Shalene Johnson and you were still like, I think you were moonlighting. You had, you had started your business already when I first met you. My accidental entrepreneurship in the online space, you mean? (laughs) Yes. Actually give a little history of that. Like what did you used to do and the transition? Let's talk about that for a minute because it's really cool. I always tell you guys the way you start is not necessarily what it's going to look like two, three, four years down the road. You can morph into new things. And Tiffany's a great example. I have morphed. I always say I'm like Play-Doh, silly putty. We all are. We can shape ourselves into so many different things. So in my 1.0 life, this was about 15 years ago. I was working 15 years ago. No, I had 15 years of experience at the time. What am I like 90? Um, (laughs) But I, I had about 15 years of experience working in the production world. I worked behind the scenes. You never saw me on camera. No one even knew what I sounded like, let alone look like, but I worked in film and television. I, oh my gosh, name a bad, like the worst reality shows that you love watching. I probably worked on them. I worked on tons of commercials, infomercials, fashion. I mean, even before that, after college, I thought I was going to be in law enforcement. Did you know that? I was in law enforcement. Okay, I've had the what? weirdest life. I know. I save stuff for you to like make you go, what? Um, but yeah, I've, I've done so many crazy things. And now that I'm in my mid-40s, 
it all makes sense. But at the time, I could have never, ever predicted I'd be doing what I'm doing today. And who knows what I'm doing next? But that's what makes it exciting, not knowing. But at that time that we met, I was probably about six months into having a a blog in the online space, just simply answering all the beauty and fashion questions that I would get on repeat. Now I look back and go, oh my gosh, that's where you start vetting out if that could go from an interest that people have for what you know, your knowledge, and then being able to monetize it and create a business out of it. But at that time, I did not have my own programs. I didn't have a course. I didn't have a backend membership. None of those things were even ideas. It wasn't even on my radar. But when you sat in my makeup chair and I was touching you up before you took this stage, I had just dipped my toe very accidentally into affiliate marketing. And so I figured out that I could sell other people stuff really well because we all, when we love stuff and we want to tell somebody else about it, it turned out that I'm like the human Yelp. Like if you come to Orange County, you're like, where's the best place to get the best skinny, (laughs) spicy margaritas? I'm your girl. When you want to know which lip gloss or which eyelashes or which digital programs, whether business or personal development, I'm that trusted source. So that's how I started translating my offline you know, trust and community that I was building with a teeny tiny audience. I had no email list at that time. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what is this list that everybody's talking about? I was like, where do you get one? Because I've never seen it at Target. What aisle is that at? And I never <laughs> knew, but <laughs> we can learn anything. I'm proof of it. We can learn to do anything that we set our mind to. Oh my gosh. Amen to that. And I've just seen you grow and grow and grow your business slow and steady over the years. And it's really exciting to see what you do. And I, I feel so much confidence in you when I'm around you. And, and I know that you are just like me in some ways where you have those little moments of self doubt and imposter syndrome and all of that. But I've also seen you bounce back from it really quickly. The minute you doubt yourself, you're like, no, no and then you're back on track. I really like that about you. And I'm assuming you've done some work on that for yourself. I think I've done it the hard way. I don't have like a secret three-step formula for how you do that. But the only thing that I can share that works for sure, that has worked for me, works for you, works for everyone that I've ever worked with, is that you do it with the fear. We don't wait for some magical day where we wake up, we're like, oh my gosh, I have no fears. I think I look amazing in every outfit. I look awesome on video. I love how I sound. Um, Those days don't happen just like five minutes ago where I was like, I am so nervous to finally do this with you. And I'm just going to be a spaz and own it and love it. Um, But you don't ever have this magical unicorn day where you have no fears. I have worked with some of the biggest celebrities, some of the most amazing performers, professional singers, performers, actors, billionaires. And guess what? They are human too. They still get nervous before they go on. But I have also brainwashed myself. This is awesome. Brainwash yourself a little bit every single day instead of saying that internal dialogue of I'm not good enough. I'm, I haven't lost the 15 pounds yet to do video, which I said to myself for years and held myself back. Or I don't love what I sound like? Am I expert enough? Who am I to talk about this or anything? Instead, flip it around and say those nerves and the excitement that I have is those, you know, the butterflies that are having a mosh party, a mosh pit party in your belly. 
that all of that to me, I've brainwashed myself to change my mindset and say, that is a sign that I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I am excited. In fact, all of my students know it's in my program. We call it being nerve sighted because when you're nervous and excited, the energy, the physical feelings of that is all the same. So instead of letting that hold you back or hold you down, we just bounce up faster and say, "Mm -mm, this is my sign that I'm supposed to be on Amy Porterfield's podcast right now. And it's the last thing on my, my vision board from 2015 that I am. Listen, I am, if anything, the most patient, consistent person. So here I am. And whatever you guys right now is on your vision board, on your big lofty goals, dreams list, absolutely will happen. We just get up and keep doing it with the fear, with the fear, with the fear. Amen. I am so behind that 100%. So that actually is a really great segue into what we're going to talk about today because we are talking about Clubhouse. And I wouldn't necessarily say that either of us is an expert in Clubhouse because (laughs) it just came out. I mean, it's just so no, nobody is. (laughs) Right? At the time of this recording, how long have you been on Clubhouse? Four and a half weeks. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So for me, maybe three then. So maybe yeah, three. very, very new. I've got to give a shout out to Jen Gottlieb because she told me to get on Clubhouse and I was like, really? I don't know. And then she said, you know, it's just audio, right? I was like, what? Uh, I'm there, which is really funny that I'm talking to you about Clubhouse today because you are the queen of live video. You teach people how to have confidence on live video, what to say, how to show up, how to wear glasses when you're on video. I mean, I think we <laughs> yeah. need to link to that in the show notes. We need to link to your video where you teach people how to use lighting with glasses because it was like a huge hit for you for the record. Yeah. But <laughs> the Clubhouse is no vi- no video. So Let's start at the top. Can you please tell everybody what is Clubhouse? Yeah, it's like, why is a video person talking about an audio-only app? Because it's not a matter of one or the other. It is really... And nothing is for everybody. And so I think everyone is a smart, savvy business owner. They should really consider what they're doing, why they're doing it, and not to be everywhere. Because my personal philosophy, especially when you're first starting out and you don't have a huge team, you have to really consider what your top two social media platforms are. So given that, I love this app. It is audio only. It's something that you can just pop into, but it it really is like the intersection of where TED Talk with their whole saying where ideas worth spreading is what you're sharing. It's it's like every social app out there combined into one place. So think of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, all the podcasts, all these different social media platforms and learning platforms. The people who are big on those, they're all in this one place together. And it's also where every type of business intersects. So what I love about it is through this very simple minimalistic audio only app, you get to broaden your horizons and meet people that you have never met before that are completely outside of your current circle. And I love that. Yes. I have to say the people I've met, the connections I've made has been incredible. I was not expecting that. I think that's the most fun part about it. So let's start at the top then. Who gets to get on to Clubhouse? And most people know it's invite only right now. Talk about that. 
Yeah. So at the time of this recording, it's still so brand spanking new that they're in very early beta. And just the research that I have done on the creators of the app, they are brilliant. They are not new to this. They have been developing lots of lots of different apps and they have some of the smartest developers working on their team of nine people. And it is exploding every single day, every single, not just every single week, but exploding every single day. So at the time of this recording, there's only 2 million users on there, but that has doubled in numbers just as of, of a few days ago. So you guys can see how quickly the buzz is growing about Clubhouse. And so the way that you get on it currently, and I have a hack for you because it's still in the very early beta stages, the creators of the app, the two main guys, they go on weekly and they actually do what they say the app is for, which is to create community and cultivate amazing, brilliant ideas and creativity and to spark it even more and set set it on fire. And so they show up every single week and their latest update is that they are going to release it to Android but not for another six months. So currently it is pre-beta. It is only for iOS users, iPhone users. And that's very typical for most social media apps, most apps in general. It was true for Instagram for many, I think, years. It was true for Periscope. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So it is coming to Android. But here's my hack. You can get on something called an invite train. And this is something that we do in my group because we all know each other. We're in the same coaching group. We trust each other. And so if you trust somebody enough to give them your phone number, and it doesn't have to be an iOS phone number, just needs to be a mobile device phone number, you want to send them your phone number first. And then the person that wants to get on, what they're going to do next is they're going to download the app and they're going to make sure they register, which takes 10 seconds and secure their username. And then once they do that, when you're in someone's contacts already, and they're already a user of the app, they get a notification right away that someone in their contacts list is requesting access to get in and you can let them in. Does that make sense? Yes. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers. And I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. 
Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. So it... it it is really easy. And even if it doesn't make sense, my friends, once you get in there, it's very, very easy to navigate. So it will make sense really quickly. Sometimes you just got to get in there and you'll see. But of course, you got to wait for an invite. And I've seen a lot of people on social just handing out invites saying, hey, hit me up if you need an invite. I have a few. So I think you have a really good chance of getting that invite if you are an iOS user. Exactly. And so my little hack that I just shared is if you don't have an invite, because once you sign up, everybody gets one invite. And the more you use the app and the more the person you invited, this is how it gets the, that whole buzz rolling and building like a huge snowball that you get more invitations. But if someone's in your contact list, this is how you can get them in through the backdoor hack without needing an invitation. Got it. I see what you're saying. Okay. That makes sense then. Okay. Really cool. All right. So then tell me this. Why do you personally feel, because you spend a lot of really good quality time on Clubhouse. I was going to tell you guys why I love Tiffany so much. And this is one of my opportunities <laughs> to do so. So I basically followed Tiffany around Clubhouse is really truly how it started. Because once Jen got me in there and she's like, you got to do this. Once I got in there and shout out to Nicole Walters, she gave me my invite. That's how I kind of my ears perked up. And then Jen's like, you got to get in there. Then I get in there and Tiffany's like, you're here. Okay, come into this room. Check this out. Try this. I mean, you really have encouraged me. But the reason, that's one reason I love you. But the second reason is that I've watched you really just like get in there with confidence. You you share a lot. You'll raise your hand. You're constantly brought up to speak and be a moderator, which we've got to talk about all that in a minute. But you went in there with such like confidence where I didn't feel like I had that. I was really nervous. So talk to me about how you just got in there and got comfortable so fast. I'm so glad it appeared that way to you from the outside. <laughs> but on the inside, I was crazy nerve-sighted. In fact, so this is what I did. I've only been on there for about four and a half weeks. For the first few days... And I jumped on there like right during my Christmas holiday, my entire team and I, for the first time ever that I've been in the online space, which is about six years, we took a break. So we had the entire holiday break time 
And it turned out a lot of people did too. So there was a, a huge influx of people around the same time I went in. I didn't understand at all what the heck this platform was for. How do you use it? And one of the first things that you want to do is once you're in... And there's easy ways to get in, just like I explained. Oh, one more quick tip. If you're an Android user right now, hit up a friend who is an iPhone user. Because most likely, if somebody uses an iPhone, they probably have two at minimum, if not three or four older iPhones that are collecting dust in a drawer. Either offer to buy it off of them, they can completely set it back to factory resets. And so they can wipe out their information. Either they'll give it to you, buy it off of them really inexpensively. You do not need to be on a data plan to be able to use an iPhone. As long as you're on Wi-Fi. Yeah, you can use any app. How do you know all this stuff? I don't know. It just like gets into my brain and I have to share it, but it's in there. So that's my other second hack for Android users to be able to get in without having to switch over to an iPhone. So you don't need to do that. But trust me, I mean, like I probably have five older iPhone models that are in a drawer somewhere. So you can also use an iPad too. So if you have an iPad, a newer one, then you can go ahead and get on the app as well. You do not have to be on a data plan to use an iPad or an iPhone. So that's my other tip. What the heck were we talking about? So we were talking about you just jumping in there and you just seem so comfortable with it. And you just, you just went in there. How'd you know, even know what to do? I didn't. So I honestly, for the first three or four days, just like with any other new social platform, it's kind of like when you walk into a party, you want to read the room. And as the massive weirdo introvert that I am, I love the corners of the room. So I just observe. I'm a master observer. And that's what I did for the first three or four days. At first, I didn't have very many interesting rooms to check out because I learned that once you get in, your experience on Clubhouse is totally curated by who you choose to follow. So if you find me, I'm Coach Glitter there. If you find Amy, Amy's Amy Porterfield everywhere, you start to find people that you like and you like their style when they're creating rooms. And then the next thing that you want to do is look at who they follow and then go through their follower list and then start following some people. You will quickly find interesting people, creative people, people outside of your circle. So what I did was I started off that way and then it slowly snowballs into even more great experiences, really interesting rooms. And then keep doing that for just the first few days. I did not speak up. I just wanted to know what the heck people were talking about. And so after about five or six days, I finally got brave enough to hit that little icon button inside the app where it says, raise your hand. And I tapped that button to ask a question in a smaller room, not one of those rooms where there's like hundreds or thousands of people. I was in those little rooms with under 20. And that's how I got my feet wet. So when people, there's different styles of rooms and we can talk about that. Again, no one's an expert because this is so new. We're literally creating what this app is for all together at the same time because we're such early adopters. But I went into the really small rooms. I raised my hand and they can bring you up as a speaker to their quote unquote stage, their virtual audio stage, and you can ask your question. So I just started from there and I did that for another week and a half. And as I did that, it turned out my questions were really interesting. My questions were things that other people had questions about. So then I spent a little bit more time raising my hand to ask even 
better questions, questions that brought value to not just myself, but to everybody that's listening in that room. And that is how I started to make a name for myself, that I'm not somebody who goes up and one of the worst things that we see, and it's okay, we're all going to get better, but it's when somebody can't get out their question. It takes them five minutes. They can't explain who they are. So not only is this a great practice arena, especially for business owners, you got to get your elevator pitch. I call it your signature statement. Can you say it in 30 seconds or less? Can you say it in two sentences? Because the more you know your brand and who you serve, the more concise you become. And this is a great playground to be able to practice that. And then get right to your question without the backstory. So as I started to show up that way, people brought me up. I was like, what's happening? Why are they bringing me up even before I raise my hand? And that's what I discovered in the second week that people will bring you up because you provide value. And this is what this platform is for. How can we share ideas worth sharing? How can we give to others? There's a huge reciprocity, so much altruism. It's really focused on community. That's what drives it. And so how can we connect with more people? And it's ma- there's a massive need for it right now because there's such a huge void because of COVID. And so this is a huge way to be able to fill that void. So make sure you show up that way. Listen, but also contribute. Yes. And I love that you gave some tips around being brief and getting right to your questions when you raise your hand. And then when you are a moderator, uh, keeping it brief in terms of when people say, why don't you introduce yourself? Because I've just seen how, and here's the great thing. You, you might be a little long winded in the beginning and then you'll, you'll learn to keep it brief and you'll perfect that elevator pitch like that on Clubhouse. Have you found that one now when you introduce yourself, you're like, you could do it in your sleep? I could do it in my sleep, but let me tell you the real truth is I have it in front of me on my computer, on my phone, in the notes. I have it written down because it's nice. It's not video. You don't have to have it. I'm sure I have it. I have different versions of it. I don't say it verbatim every single time exactly as is. I know the idea of it, but especially if you're big, you know, just starting out, let it be your blankie. Let it be your, you know, your safety blanket. Just read it. No one will know. Okay. I love that tip. I had no idea. See, you guys, I had no idea that here she is. She's got this little, like she said, her little blankie just to make Uh sure. And no one knows because it's audio only, which leads me to my next question. So why do you think that this is a great place to start for entrepreneurs who have, maybe they have some barriers around doing live video? Because I want to be clear, you love live video. You think people should be doing live video. So would you ever suggest, hey, start here? And and if so, why? I think you should start here. I think you should do it with your live video. Again, this is not a matter of replacing video of any kind because here's the thing. The app itself is amazing, but none of it's recorded. It's an amazing place for me. I'm always looking at where am I spending time? Is it long-term growth? Is it short-term growth? Is it organic? Is it paid? And so if you're always asking yourself those four questions, then you start to strategically think about where you're putting your efforts into creating content. And so like you always say, where are you creating that one piece of content consistently every single week? And then 
where can you share it across different social media platforms? Well, with this platform, there is a little bit of cross-sharing with Twitter. You can link it to your Twitter and your Instagram. But it once your comment is gone or once you create a room yourself and it's gone, it's done. So it's only in real time. It's live and there are no recordings at this time. I'm sure in the later on down the road, they'll add that. But for now, it's such a great place to get the practice time because... I love that it's not recorded, that it is right? just in real time. So it's a pro and a con, but for me, it's like an 80% pro versus a con. So none of it's recorded. It's in real time. It relieves the pressure. And for me, again, this is not about one or the other. It's about how do we get more practice time without having to be camera ready? Like right now, I'm a hot mess. And that's usually what I look like 80% of the time. And sometimes I show up this way on social media because, you know, I don't believe that the level of your true heart and your authenticity lies in how much mascara or lashes or makeup you're wearing. You're authentic regardless, whether you wear stitch of makeup or not. Like, I don't know why as women, we use that as a measuring stick. Your authenticity comes from how you show up, what you say, how you feel and how you treat other people. And so this is just another beautiful way to build those confidence muscles because they are muscles. We just bounce back faster. We get scared, but we don't stay scared and we don't stay down. So this is a beautiful way to practice your delivery. Practice what you do on video and do it in those in-between times. Every single day um, in the beginning, it is very addictive for most people. It's getting the nickname of, can I say this? Crack house. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. I had to like go to a 12-step program, but I had to get disciplined. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that because I want to talk about kind of how to use it and how yes. my listeners are, a lot of them are just getting started. They're building their platforms. Many of them also are way more established, whether you're way more established or just getting started. We've got some tips to help you get into panels and become a moderator and all of that. Okay, Tiffany, I want to talk about how much time you spend on Clubhouse and how you actually manage your time. Because as you mentioned, you could get fully sucked in and it can be the crack house. So with that, what do you do to make sure it doesn't suck up all your time? This is such a great question, especially as busy, smart, savvy entrepreneurs. Yes. We have to know where we are dedicating our time and why. So for me, learn from my mistakes or my experiences. The first week and a half, I was on there all the time. I did not... I don't remember the last time I had to recharge my AirPods all day long. <laughs> In fact, I only wear one at a time. So that one is always ready to go and I swap them out. <laughs> I don't know if that's a helpful tip or that's going to feed the addiction. But after you get to know it, what I'm doing now is I know on my weekly to-do list for the business, what's moving the needle forward in the business. And this definitely, this is definitely something that has potential just from the networking alone. So the ROI for me right now is in the ROR. So the return on my investment, my time investment is in the return on the relationships. And for me, I can't put a dollar amount to that. I really think the way that I'm using it, it's, it has exponential massive growth. And so that's the way that I'm looking at it. I can't directly explain how I'm going to scale this. Some people have, but for me, relationship building and expanding my network is everything as a business owner. So I'm allocating no more than running one 
room a week myself, if that. And in the four and a half weeks I've been on there, I've actually only facilitated two rooms that I created myself in this entire time. It may seem like from the outside that I'm not nervous or I'm on there all the time, but I'm nervous and I'm doing it because I love it. And I'm showing up in a really, really strategic, deliberate, smart way. So when I am in there, I'm being pulled up onto the stages because I've been showing up to deliver massive value without pitching myself or being that icky salesy person. Although I love sales and as business owners, we all should, but I'm not there to do that. I'm not there to pitch myself. So I'm getting up onto lots of stages. So it might appear like I'm in a lot of rooms, but those are rooms that I don't stay on for very long. The second thing that I'm doing now that I've been on there and I'm growing my audience for the size of my audience in general on other social media platforms, I'm building the sucker really, really fast. And that's because I'm creating that brand reputation there. And so I think at this time, I just passed 7,000 this morning. And again, relative to my, my current network, that's huge for me. So I'm getting on stages. I'm popping in and out as they invite me on the spot. But the ones that I am purposely putting onto my calendar, it is no more than one a week that I'm saying yes to. And if people add me to the stages, then I'll do that if I have the time. But I'm not, I'm not committing myself to sit on there for hours and hours like some people do. And this is a strategy that I'm seeing other people do as well, because you start to see the same speakers and moderators in the groups. They also happen to use multiple devices and they're in multiple rooms at the same time because there is a little bit more with the visibility and growing an audience if you're on the speaker panel. And so you'll see that when once you're in the app, where people's faces are, it will land depending on whether you're hosting a room, moderating a room, speaking, those three things. They don't have a huge distinction. But if you're on the speaker panel, that's on the top third of your screen on your phone, on your device, whether it's an iPad or an iPhone. So the top third is going to be where all of the people that are able to get on the mic. Right below that, and this is where there's a little bit of a hierarchy here, and it matters where you start to build an audience and get onto more stages. Right below that is the section that shows all of the profile photos of the people who are followed by the speakers. And then below that is the general audience. So it's really interesting to me as I'm spending more time very deliberately on Clubhouse and I'm spending more time to build my audience and my brand reputation. It's interesting to go into brand new rooms. Um, I went into one last night and it was people making their best Chewbacca interpretations. <laughs> that has nothing to do with business, but oh my gosh, yesterday too, at the time of this recording, there was a room with someone who's a Holocaust survivor. So there's so many amazing things. They did an entire Lion King production with Broadway people who are out of work, Broadway performers. And I was in a room with Charlie Puth. Puth? Puth? I don't even know because I'm so, I'm too old, but I love his music. And it was him and 60 people 
just jamming out. Wow. So lots, lots of different genres and topics. And now you can really navigate and find those things. It's not just business for the sake of business, but I'm really, really dedicating my time that if I'm going to be there, I'm going to deliver value. I'm going to stay as long as I can, but I'm still prioritizing the things that I'm doing with my growing team, the things that move my business. I do a weekly Facebook live show that I've been doing for five years. It goes on every single week, unless there's an intentional note summer break or Christmas break, just like TV shows. But we always do our live videos. So we know what our priorities are. Those happen first. I love the book Essentialism. I live and swear by it. So I do those things first, my true priorities. And then in the filler time, I also allow this extra white space in this short season of testing out Clubhouse. And I've dedicated the next six months to see what happens, just to see what happens. Yes, I think that's exciting. And and it's fun to try something new. And it's just an experiment right now, which takes a little bit of the pressure off. Like, let's just see what happens. So I love your rule that you just do, you do more than one panel. So what do you, okay, wait, let's back up. This is where I'm getting awkward. <laughs> because I get confused about the different phrases or terms. So yeah. you're on Clubhouse, you go into a room and you may be pulled on stage to either talk or you can ask a question and then you're pulled on stage and the moderators are going to pull you on stage. They're going to see your hand raised or maybe they know you and they want you to come on stage and talk. So they'll, they'll click a button behind the scenes and boom, you're on stage. So I'll tell you right now, here's a little secret. Anytime that you're brought on stage to either answer a question, ask a question, talk, be a part of the moderators, whatever. Mute yourself instantly. Oh, yeah. So it unmutes you the minute you're pulled up. So just get, I, I messed this up like 10 times, get into practice of mute, mute, mute. Okay. So that's a, that the moderators get very annoyed when people aren't muted. So <laughs> mute yourself. <laughs> you hear everything. Exactly. So those are the terms. So there's moderators, there's speakers. A speaker can turn into a moderator. You're going into a room. And then a panel would be, talk about a panel. So the panel could be, you know, when you are creating a room. So you and I have done this several times where you pick people to be speakers in the room. And that is where I'm only limiting those to one a week. Unless literally Oprah calls me, then I'll do a second one. (laughs) But I'm only dedicating where I... I, This is me saying I'm going to be integral to my word. I'm going to show up when you start the room and I'm going to stay as long as you want to have the people. You can have a different agreement because, you know, as you and I have seen, there are rooms that last hours and hours. Some have lasted days and days. I don't know what the record is currently, but there's been rooms that have been on for multiple days and that's where they're going to swap out people from all over the globe in different time zones to take over the moderation. So I don't run rooms, the ones that I start. I don't create rooms with that intention. But what I do is if I'm going to be on a speaker panel with you or anybody else that I'm asking to dedicate the specific topic and the specific time, then I'm going to show up at that time and I'm going to help run the room. Got it. That's where you're trying to limit yourself to one a week. So you're present and prepared and you do like when I asked Tiffany to come on a panel with me all about list building, the girl brought notes 
And she was on <laughs> fire. She was like one of the best moderators because she was prepared. She even had some backup music. Um, right oh, yeah, for that one I did. That? Because I was like, hey, we're going to make list building sexy. So I brought in Justin Timberlake, uh, sexy back, which here right now we could get away with a lot of things, but we know we can't use music for. So right. I'm just saying this in theory. I may or may not have done that. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also not recorded. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not like Facebook or Instagram where we could play music on live video or video. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, I but that. that's the fun part about this all being yeah. new. Everyone's just kind of being fun and having uh, a good time doing it and trying new things. So exactly with that, I want my listeners to try out Clubhouse if you can get on and be patient, of course. But if you do get on Clubhouse, you may want to connect with other powerhouse entrepreneurs to do a Clubhouse panel. So Tiffany, give my listeners some suggestions. What if they want to put together their own panel or they're hoping to get on a panel so that they can build that know, like, and trust factor with new people on Clubhouse? Yes, yes. You guys try it out just right now. Just go with the intention of let's see what happens and let's do it a couple times and see if it's the right fit for you. You might discover like I did really quickly how much I love this audio only platform. So the first thing that you want to do before you gather up your friends that you want to piggyback with onto the panel that really know the content, the topic, the first thing that you're going to do is make sure that you have a great profile image. So make sure your profile picture super easy peasy hack that worked really well for me is that I took my photo and this is something I talked to Amy about. I was like, you need to zoom in on your gorgeous face. Yes. She made me see my photo. (laughs) I was like, zoom on in. Like if you look at mine, it is just face. It's all face, which normally I don't like. Good idea. It's the only thing that we can see. And literally, I stare at people's faces on the app while they are speaking because I want to visualize what they look like. So make sure you get a really, really good, uncomfortably tight shot of your face. And then you can use something like Canva where you can get rid of the background, erase the background, and then put like a bright background behind it. You could use a natural background like Amy has, but I chose a really bright background because again, it's easy to spot you in a sea of headshots when somebody's looking at a room that maybe has a bigger audience size. So make sure you have that. And then also your bio is really, really important. So unlike Instagram that only gives you a few lines, oh my goodness, Clubhouse gives you like a whole page. So check out some other bios. At first, I felt a little uncomfortable when I was (laughs) editing mine because I felt a little braggadocious. Me too especially as women, we need to be proud of our accomplishments. The bio on Clubhouse is part bio, but it's also mostly (laughs) your resume. And so think of it this way. If you had five seconds to make an impression, three seconds to make an impression, what happens on the app is first, you're going to get brought up to speak or raise your hand, or you're going to start your own room and people are going to check you out. And they're going to check you out by tapping on your face because you have a great 
headshot that's super close up of your face, maybe a bright background of your choice if it goes with your style and your brand. And then they're going to see the first three lines. That's all they're going to see. So those first three lines, I chose to use those three lines as my real estate to let people know instantly how I help them and who I help. So that's what I did in the first three lines. Don't put a space. Don't waste a line. You want to use those three lines because if that captivates their interest, then they're going to tap on it and it's going to pull the rest of it, that full page, the full bio. So that's where it's a little bit like a resume. I've edited mine several times <laughs> over and over. And I can tell you guys right now, it might feel a little awkward because normally we don't, you know, introduce ourselves that way. We don't walk around with our resume as a billboard. But you know what? As women, especially, we have to stop cowering down in our greatness. We have to show up with our greatness and be really proud of what we accomplished because we need to take up more space. We need to grab that mic and we need to hand the mic over to other people. So your bio is going to do all all of that for you. So don't feel funny about it if you're like us and you did a little bit in the beginning. So check out some bios and you can see lots of emojis and all kinds of things. Yes. The bios are really fun. So really go beyond your comfort zone with your bio. Obviously, make sure it's all true, but you all wouldn't do anything other than that. (laughs) But go beyond your comfort zone. So you can look up Coach Glitter on Clubhouse, obviously me on Clubhouse. And we put some good time into those bios. And even Tiffany helped me make mine even better. So she was part of that. And I will tell you, you can link Twitter and Instagram from Clubhouse like directly, but you can't have any hyperlinks in the bio, not yet at least, but I still put freelistbuildingworkshop.com. I still have a call to action in there with an easy to remember URL and it is working. So do you have any calls to action in your bio, Tiffany? Yes. Okay, cool. Exactly the same. So mine is linked to my Instagram and my Instagram. Oh my goodness. I totally forgot about this, but I've, I've gotten a thousand new followers on my Instagram. Wow. And I was talking to our mutual friend, Jasmine Starr earlier, bef- right before Clubhouse. How funny is this? I was like, I, I kind of feel like I should give up on Instagram. I, it's, I'm not growing. I think I'm losing followers. I don't know what's happening. I'll just continue doing stories. And so the news feed felt really heavy. This platform clubhouse has completely revitalized my Instagram. My, oh my gosh, my engagement on Instagram has exploded because you can't DM people. You can't message people on the app itself. The beautiful thing is that they can you know, DM you through Instagram. And so because I get DMs and Instagram measures your engagement, part of that is how many DMs you get. I get sometimes on a, after I've spoken on a stage, I might get 30 to a hundred DMs. And that's a great thing. I know that could seem overwhelming, but to me, that's like how I measure the content, the topic that people want to hear more of. That list building one that we did together, that ended up being the Facebook live that I did the other day afterwards. I've done over 1,200 Facebook Lives. We lost count a year ago. What? In those 1,200 Facebook Lives, I have never, ever, 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 ever once talked about list building strategies. (laughs) And it exploded on my Facebook Live. So it's a great way to test, 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 test content, test your delivery, test, you know, speaking your bio out loud, test how you ask questions, test how concise you are. And then, After doing all this, so I practiced 
a lot. I got on other people's rooms and their panels a lot. So in the second week is when I created my own room. And this is where I said, I am not doing this by myself. (laughs) Heck no, there is safety in numbers. And so I gathered up two other people and we did, they held my hand and I just, it's creating it. It's very simple. There's nothing to it, but do consider what you title your room because it's just like an email headline. It's exactly like an email headline. You want to really put some thought into a catchy headline, not clickbait. No, no, no. But we want to make it interesting and always think of WIFT. What's in it for them? And so I. this is how I create all my topics, all my headlines for whether it's a Facebook Live or an email or Clubhouse. And then below that is your description. And so I did that a few times. I've really only created three rooms, I think, including the one I'm, I'm about to do later today. <laughs> so I haven't done a lot. I think I've only done three as well. And then I get invited to some that I really love and I do those uh, too. But I really want to encourage you all to think about creating your own room. You don't have to do it alone, but you can. So this is what I love about Jasmine. She told me the other day, she's like, I just went into Clubhouse and all alone, I did my own room and I did a 30 minute Q&A. She's like, she was teasing. She's like, I have no friends. I just went in there and did it. <laughs> and I thought, how cool of her. Like, I'm thinking I need to bring all my friends because I get nervous where she's like, no, I just did it alone. But she does like 30 minute Q&As. Here's another cool thing. Think about what you do on social already. Like Jasmine does Instagram live Q&As every week. So she brought it on Clubhouse and she gave it a shot. She said it was a huge success. So you can play around with that as well. She does Facebook Lives every single week too. So she's got the Q&A thing down and she's known for it. So if you're already bringing a brand and you have brand recognition, if you're already creating content and people know you for those things, then that's the perfect way to tiptoe into this. I personally love interviews. It even says in my bio that I love being Asian Oprah. So heck yeah, I'm like tripling down on this. I'm having so much fun while I'm meeting all new people. And one more final tip. I don't know how many tips I've given so far, but one of the things that I did in the first few weeks of being on the platform, I intentionally sought out, I actively sought out other people that I didn't really know. And so I expanded my circle, grew my my audience on the platform with brand new people. And now I get to combine the people who already knew me, my students, my followers from other platforms. And now I'm starting to combine it. So it's like doubling down on your new audience plus your existing audience and inviting other people. This is my favorite part of this platform is knowing that a lot of people don't feel comfortable with video. I can get them comfortable fast. I've been doing this for five years. But I also know this is a great way to get the practice time in. And I love passing the mic. So to create the space for other people to have a a very safe, comfortable space, a welcoming space to be new. And, And I always tell my students, whether it's video or now Clubhouse, your goal is to suck and then suck less every single time you do it. And that is a beautiful, great thing. Okay. That's so great. And talk about sucking a little less. Let's talk about 
how we prep and organize a panel for success. So you've got one today. Talk to me about number one, did you choose people to be on the panel with you? Number two, do you have notes? And number three, how do you start it? How do you kick things off? How do you, let's do a few quick moderator uh, points too, because you guys, when you have a panel, if it's your panel, you're the moderator and you can make other people moderator with you, which means they can bring people to the stage and they'll help you kind of manage the room. But take me through it. Okay, so I've been scheduling my rooms 24 to 48 hours ahead of time, just like a Facebook Live. People can't join unless they know it exists. So I promoted it on my email list, like the ones we've done together. I promoted it on my email list if it happens to occur before our weekly newsletter goes out. I promoted it on my Facebook Live last night because we do our once a week weekly live show every Wednesday. So I promoted it on there as well. I obviously asked people to be on it with me. This one, I only have one person on it with me. And it's someone who I've gone live with a lot. It's someone who I've collaborated with a lot. So I know we gel. They're newer to this though. So I know I'm going to be doing a more of the production side of it as far as doing the... Oh my gosh. Remember when we didn't know what PTR meant? That's uh, called... I still <laughs> forget those letters. <laughs> I'm still learning too. <laughs> PTR, which means... Wait, let me let me remember. Yes. Whole, I don't know what the T and R is. To refresh. To refresh. Okay. So when you're on Clubhouse, <laughs> you pull the screen down, it refreshes the order of the moderators and speakers in the room in general. PTR. I can't remember it to save my life. And that's okay. It took me forever. I kept on call, calling Clubhouse Treehouse for the first 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's this thing where you're going to hear PTR, PTR. I literally Googled it because I was like, no one's explaining to me what this means. Only you would Google it. That is priceless. <laughs> I Googled it because I kept on hearing it. And now I love that people because there's more n- new people. And you'll see, I don't know why they call it a party hat, Amy, when it's actually a popper. But anybody that's been on for a week or less, there's a little party popper next to your photo to show that you're new. Okay. I did not know what that meant. So that's good to know. You won't see it on your own. So I was like, why is everyone else have it? And I don't. Yeah. Now I know I did have it the first week. Okay. So I love that because, you know, they literally went from 1 million to 2 million users in a week. I like that the moderators are being extra welcoming to the new people that are flooding the app. And so if you see a little party popper, not a party hat, but a party popper with confetti flying out that little emotion. It just means it's someone who's been on the app for less than a week. And so PTR, periodically, if you're doing, you know, every half hour, you want to do a PTR, reintroduce the topic of the room, reintroduce like who's on the panel and why, and then set the intention and the tone for the room. This is where you get to be the party host, the room host. And so there's different styles of rooms. There's some rooms that are so small, everybody can be a speaker. Everyone can be unmuted and just have a conversation. Bigger rooms, obviously, that's going to get messier because people are going to talk over each other. We all get to learn those skills too, like to listen to the pause. And this is where I can you know, add my two cents and un- unmute and mute yourself. I had to learn all that too. I was like talking and talking and sharing all this brilliance and nobody heard anything because I failed to mute myself, unmute myself. And so um, we learn all of this and it's, it's fine because we're all still so very new, but I always have at least one other person. We generally, depending as rooms start to 
continue progressing with the app. You know, sometimes I see people adding moderators and speakers to the room in real time. That's fine too. That's how you and I get brought up to a lot of rooms. Sometimes they'll recognize people who give value. So they'll invite you up. You can say no, by the way. Like sometimes I'm busy. Like I'm actually doing things and I'm just listening to the app while I'm doing dishes. That's in theory. I don't do dishes. I should probably do them more. But like if I'm folding <laughs> in laundry. Theory, in theory. My in theory would be doing the laundry. My husband's like, uh, yeah, right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, but if I were doing something and I, or it was loud in the background and I couldn't, you know, be focused on being a moderator or a speaker, you can decline them as well. So, but let's say you're organizing your room, you have a friend or two, grab people who know about the topic and invite them to be a panelist. And then, um, we promote it ahead of time. The promotion is really important. So maybe in the beginning, you're just doing it to practice. You don't want to promote it, but then you're like, heck yeah, come to my party. Invite people to your party. Use your email list. Use your social media. We have promoted a few times. I don't always promote it like on my Instagram newsfeed, but I'll put it into stories. Me too. One more tip about stories is that don't forget that stories last for 24 hours. So I make sure to post and pre-promote that clubhouse panel that I'm going to be hosting, I make sure that it's going to be within that 24-hour window. That way, if I post it right before I do it, it's going to be going on for another like 22 hours and it's long over. So you can delete it. But what I like to do is give people a 24-hour heads up. Okay. I do not do that. That is something I will start to do. I just, I'm doing one in a couple hours and I think we're posting it now. So we'll, we'll <laughs> take that in the future. This is good. Yeah. Well, tell me about you jump in the room. It goes live. What do you do? Cause first of all, you have to make your room live. Yeah. If you guys start a room and it is absolutely normal when you're just starting out. If you don't pre-promote it, you don't have an audience you're pulling in from other social media platforms. Let's say you have less than 50 followers on the app. Well, very few people are going to know that you're going live. You're in there and creating a room. So you might be talking to yourself, but don't give up because you just need one or two people to pop in. And the beautiful part with the algorithm currently, which is going to constantly change like other social media platforms, the beautiful thing is that when someone comes into your room, regardless of the size, they are also pinging all the people that follow them. It's going to show up that now you're in this room. So this is how you can slowly get that party atmosphere started and more people will drop into your room. So if at first in the first 10, 15 minutes, there's nobody there, <laughs> that's okay. Talk to yourself or practice. But let's say you're in there, you do several rooms, you start to build your audience, you pre-promote it and people start to come in right away. Set the tone for the room. Set the tone and set the expectations. Let people know if you're going to... Like you and I, we experimented with, are we just going to give tips from the panelists, the moderators first, and then go to Q&A? Or are we going to do one hot tip and then go to a question and bounce back and forth? It's a great thing to test it all and see what flow works for you. But if you're going to go more than an hour, what I recommend is doing the PTR, reset the room, and refresh 
reiterate, remind people how you're operating the room, what the topic is, how to raise your hand, remind people that as soon as they get invited up to mute their mic and to be super clear, every room has a different style. The really big rooms, they might be super strict with, please keep your intro to less than 30 seconds and you have one minute on the mic to ask your question. So, you know, as we evolve and as our rooms get bigger, we can let people have more time, invite them to stay up or push them back down into the audience after they're done, or we can make it more conversational or we can keep it really short and succinct so that you go through and help as many people as you can. And this is where you start to develop your style and your flow, the more practice that you get. Oh, so good. These, these are such great tips. Okay. So tell me this, give me maybe one or two lessons that you've learned within the last few weeks since being on Clubhouse. Now, I'm going to let you choose here. You could choose something you learned, like someone spoke some great gems and you're like, oh my gosh, I wrote that down. I loved it. Or you can share some just tips of here's what I've learned. Here's what's going to make it easier for all of you when you get on Clubhouse, whatever you want to share. But it's been like this whole new world. So I want to hear from you. One of the biggest things that I have learned is that people need connection right now more than ever. They're starving for it. It's this whole pandemic. And depending on where you live globally, a lot of us are still in quarantine. So this is a beautiful way to connect with people that are outside of your circle. And this is what I've told my students. Don't just hang out with the people you already know. Be brave and be bold and go into some spaces that are newer to you. I have learned so much about things that I have never known I had an interest in. I didn't know what a VC was, like a venture capitalist or people who do angel investing and learning more about about monetizing the money that I already have and wealth building and buying rental property. There's so, so explore, allow yourself to use this beautiful space to explore. And it has really revitalized my creativity. It has really revitalized my love for social media. Cause if I can be really honest, I feel like after doing this nonstop so consistently for six years, I felt a little bit bored with just social media, to be totally honest. And so this has really revitalized, re-sparked my love for content creation. Even though I've always shown up, I just felt like, is what I'm doing, does it still matter? Is it is it helping people? Is it making an impact? And because of what I've learned and what I'm doing on this platform, it has absolutely flooded through, flooded down into all the other pieces of content that I create into the energy that I have on other social media platforms. And that's because I'm not making what I think in my point of view is the mistake of only being on Clubhouse. I'm not ignoring my other social media platforms. I know that doing Facebook Live, that's not just to do Facebook Lives. Yes, it creates more engagement than any other type of post, but I'm doing it because I know it's building custom audiences to lower my ads costs. So I'm not abandoning that strategy. It's just making it better. And right now, if you don't know what to talk about, talk about Clubhouse, just like we are right now. Oh my gosh, the SEO and the Googleableness is that a word? The searchability of, of everything at Clubhouse is so big because the buzz is just starting to really grow. My entire online business was started because of Periscope. And 
I have that same feeling, that gut instinct feeling with this platform. I'm very bullish about this platform because I, I just see so much potential. No, it's not going to kill podcasting. No, it's not going to no. kill Instagram or t- no, I think it's going to only enhance all those other platforms. And so we're learning it in real time. Nobody knows anything as an expert. I love that, that we can create this to be whatever we want. But one of the beautiful things for me, my experience is to be able to meet other friends from other industries that I haven't talked to in 10 years. All my production friends who, because of the pandemic, they're pivoting to the online space and they're like, wow, how did you do that? And now I have all these new people that I didn't even know needed my expertise. And so in that way, it's really just re-energized my focus on the impact that I want to make, that I can help more people. I have gone into other niches and it turns out they need what I'm doing. And so just for that reason alone, I think it's absolutely worth dedicating a few hours of focus time into this platform. Ah. So well said. So many great tips. I knew you would be the perfect person to come on here. Plus, I feel like I've learned so much from you just watching you on Clubhouse. So everybody, go find Coach Glitter on Clubhouse. Follow her. And when you do follow her, there's actually a little bell next to the follow button when you find her profile. And when she jumps into a room, you'll be notified, which is kind of cool because then you can see where she's spending her time. You can do it with me as well so that you can get into some of the rooms that we're really enjoying if you're new to Clubhouse or Treehouse or whatever you might want to call it. (laughs) Get into our Treehouse. And one final thought. You and I have known each other for a while. I I didn't mention in the very beginning, like I've been styling you here and there as well. That's something that I still do with just a handful of clients that I love on the consulting side of my business that I get to still work with. (laughs) If you all loved my leopard duster that I wore at Entrepreneur (gasps) Experience, the virtual outfits. Oh, the rainbow sequence bomber jacket. The one that said queen on the background. That was all Tiffany. That was probably the best one. That was We can do a best of outfits episode. (laughs) We've been working together for a while. Yes. It's been a few years, but it wasn't until you got to see how I show up and how I share on clubhouse that finally got me on your, on your podcast. You know, you are right. What happened was, I mean, I've always loved Tiffany, but then when I started hearing her speak on Clubhouse, I'm like, dang, this girl has so much good stuff to share. I mean, we didn't even get into her video, live video strategies and behind the scenes. I mean, this could be a, maybe we've got another podcast coming because it could be a whole other show, but you're right. Clubhouse got us here, my friend. And, and I already love you. So that's pretty cool. That just gave me chills. Oh my God. That's pretty cool, you guys. And so especially for all of us who have smaller audiences or you're just starting out, whether you have physical products, digital products, you're about to be a course creator, you're building your email list. For those of us who want this is the closest thing to a level playing field where really nobody has a huge audience yet. What I love about Clubhouse is that it's democratizing access, not just to knowledge and those who want to give and give without the worries of the visual polished pressure and expectations that we have on other platforms. This is where your real life experience, your insights, your intelligence really shows up and shows you to highlight how amazing you are. So this is your time. Show up.
show up. What a great ending lesson. I love that. Tiffany, where can my listeners connect with you beyond Clubhouse? <laughs> I'm cl- I'm co- I was going to say, I'm Clubhouse everywhere. I'm Coach Glitter everywhere. So my website's Coach Glitter. I'm Coach Glitter on Instagram. If you guys loved this episode, please screenshot you listening. Share it over on Instagram. I'm Coach Glitter there as well. Tag me and Amy. We want to know exactly what you're going to be taking action on because information is one thing, but taking action on, on it is everything. And that's what I love the most. So let us know what your takeaways are. Let us know how you're using Clubhouse. And I can't wait to see you guys online. I cannot wait for you all to join us on Clubhouse as well. Tiffany, thank you so very much. Thanks for having me finally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't need to wrap this up with a long closing because first of all, that was a long episode with a lot of good tips and tricks, right? Like that was one of my most favorite. I know I say that a lot, but I really mean it. I loved that conversation and it just felt like I was talking to my girlfriend about something we really enjoy and we wanted to share it with all of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have an opportunity to check out Clubhouse. And if you do, come follow me on Clubhouse, jump into my rooms. I hope I see you. If I do Q&As, I hope I bring you to the stage and we get to chat. Because one thing I didn't mention, and I'm not going to make this long, I promise we're wrapping up. But one thing I didn't mention is one of the reasons I love Clubhouse is because when I do Facebook Lives, you can write a question in the comments, but I never hear your voice. I never get to see your personality come through because you're just typing a question for me. But on Clubhouse, I can bring you up on stage and you can say, hey, Amy, I'm so-and-so. This is what I do. I've got a question. And we could have a little banter. Never before have we gotten to do that. So I love a social media platform where there's more of a two-way conversation. And Clubhouse is definitely that. All right, my friends. Thank you so very much for tuning in. And I'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now.